Which wide receiver training camp battles might have the biggest impact on your dynasty fantasy football teams this season? All that and more on today's Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Marcus Mosher and Kate Madjuke. Welcome into the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast, everybody. I am Kate Madjuke. You can follow me on Twitter at FFBallBlast. And I'm without Marcus today. So the, the intro was a lie. Marcus is on vacation, but... You know what? Dynasty fantasy football does not stop for anybody. It does not stop for Marcus Mosier, though we hope he's having a great vacation. But I have a special guest, everybody. I want to welcome in my wife, Michelle Majuke, host of the Ball Blast Fantasy Football Podcast. And uh, just kind of like as a side gig, I mean, basically, casual researcher at the NFL Network. Welcome in, Michelle. Welcome to the Lockdown Dynasty Podcast. Welcome back. Thank you. Yeah. Hi, everybody. I mean, I'm very privileged. I, I feel like um, I may have had some uh, uh, easy, easy going here, gra- grabbing the spot from you. Yeah, from Marcus. I, it's only a small amount of nepotism, but it's not <laughs> it's not every day we get to hear from an NFL researcher, which, uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, their inside training camp series is ramping up and that is all Michelle has been working on. Uh, I, I want to hang out with her. I'm bored and she's working on training camps. I figured what better guest to help us break down some of these training camp battles. Uh, and we're going to talk about wide receivers here. I think there's a lot of interesting, uh, interesting battles, especially at the wide receiver position, Michelle, that, I mean, depending on who wins out, we might be getting some really, really great values in our dynasty startups in dynasty trades. If we can get some things done before camps kick off a hundred percent. And I will say jumping into our first battle, it, I'll just tease it here. It reminds me so much of the Rams training camp battle of last season between Cooper cup and Robert Woods. And man, did that turn out to matter so much to predict it correctly. Well, hey, I mean, it. of course it did matter, but let's not forget Robert Woods uh, tore his ACL. So let's not, hey, let's not totally right. Okay. I know, Cooper I Cup know. Cooper was destroying him before the tournament. I ACL. know, but he was still doing all right. Still getting his target share. But I, I mean, good tease, Michelle. We're going to be talking about Cortland Sutton versus Jerry Judy, two wide receivers for the Denver Broncos. Right now, I feel like Cortland Sutton has kind of been like, uh, a little bit of a hotter commodity. We've got him coming in in the latest batch of Dynasty ADP on Dynasty League Football at wide receiver 30. Uh, Jerry Judy, former first-round pick, actually uh, higher in the ADP, despite the fact that I don't think he's as uh, like hot a commodity right now. Wide receiver 23 behind players like Chris Godwin, Garrett Wilson, then we have Jerry Judy. He's just ahead of Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, Traylon Burks. Now, Michelle, you have been very vocal this offseason in support of Cortland Sutton. So can you just break down a little bit of your thinking? Because we have a big shakeup in this offense. We don't necessarily know what Russell Wilson's go-to guy is going to be. It, it could really be either one. It could be, and it could be both, right? We've seen two productive wide receivers from Russell Wilson now for multiple seasons. Both DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett were plenty 
good enough for fantasy over the last few years. So we could see both of them have uh, pretty decent seasons. But if I'm going to pick my Cooper Cup of the group, it is Cortland Sutton because we've already seen him have a pretty solid season. 1,112 receiving yards, six receiving touchdowns in 2019. Of course, he then tore his ACL at the beginning of 2020. And then last year, he did start off very strong. His first seven games, 539 yards. Of course, just two touchdowns because the Broncos just, they Didn't never, score any. Yeah, they don't score touchdowns. And then the last 10 games, it came way down. But that's kind of what the Broncos offense did last year, right? They started off okay. Like with Teddy Bridgewater, they're winning games. And then all of a sudden they fell apart. Drew Locke comes in. They go back and forth between quarterbacks. And they were terrible. Absolutely terrible. The biggest issue with Cortland Sutton throughout his career has been there's no touchdowns because the Broncos haven't had a quarterback at all. And actually Sutton's the only Denver player to have a thousand receiving yard season in any of the last five seasons, which is just kind of crazy. But the reason I think Sutton's play style fits so well with Russell Wilson is that Sutton has averaged 13.7 air yards per target in his career, which is the fourth highest in the NFL since 2018. And then you're looking at Russell Wilson. He averages 9.2 air yards per attempt since 2018. That's the second highest among quarterbacks. It's like it's a perfect match here. Russell Wilson likes to go deep, and Sutton's very good in that area. We've seen Wilson support many wide receivers to great fantasy seasons. There's been six instances since just 2015 where a wide receiver has had a thousand plus yards and all of those instances, they've had also seven plus touchdowns. So again, I think both can have a nice season, but I'm expecting Cortland Sutton to have that ceiling there. I have him as a top 10 guy this season. Top 10 might be a little rich for me, but I mean, you might be looking at that potential top 10 finish and thinking like Cortland Sutton wide receiver 30, like, yes, give me that all day. Uh, I mean, 6'3", 218 pounds. He's definitely got the size advantage on Jerry Judy. And I think if we're going to make a comp between what Russell Wilson's coming from uh, and, and sort of morph that into what he's like leading into in the 2020 season or 2022, what year am I in? <laughs> um, like, I definitely think that Jerry Judy fits more of like the Tyler Lockett mold where he's smooth. He's a little bit smaller that like, DK Metcalf and Cortland Sutton. I think we expect them to win down the field, uh, like thanks to size, thanks to uh, like more power. Whereas Jerry Judy, I'm I'm looking him more as the finesse kind of guy. I look at Tyler Lockett like the finesse kind of guy. But again, like you pointed out, it doesn't necessarily mean that both of these guys can't have a role. But for dynasty purposes, I think we always are looking for the edge in terms of value, like give me that player before they are breaking out. And then you look at, I mean, the, the value for Cortland Sutton, where he's being drafted uh, some, some recent dynasty trades. And let me know what you think of these, Michelle Baker Mayfield and Cortland Sutton for Tony Pollard and Tyler Lockett. Well, I, I mean, yeah, definitely the Cortland Sutton side. Either way, because I was going to ask if it's super flex or not. Obviously, it doesn't matter. Obviously, if it's super flex, I'm easily taking the Baker or Sutton side. But even not, I, I would prefer Sutton over Tony Pollard and Tyler Lockett. I mean, now Tyler Lockett gets to play with Cortland Sutton's old quarterback. And 
I just don't know where the touchdowns are going to come from. Russell Wilson always throws a lot of touchdowns. The Drew Locke is just not going to do that. Like it's just not going to happen. And maybe they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo or somehow get a different quarterback. Maybe it's Geno Smith, but I just, and things can change quickly, right? This is dynasty, but even in dynasty, you're looking at the next year. You want to win, right? You want to win every year unless you're in full rebuild mode and maybe then you're not really looking at Sutton, but he's only 26 years old. He will be 27 this year, but they're still, he's still in his early prime and he's going to have Russell Wilson for at least the next few years. So I'm, I really love Sutton in both dynasty and redraft formats. Just July 20th, uh, there was a trade Jerry Judy for Cortland Sutton and a 2023 second round pick. I love that. Like give me that all day. Darnell Mooney, Michael Thomas and a 308. For Cortland Sutton, Hunter Henry, who I've been very high on for the coming season, and a 410. That's a little bit closer. It's closer, but it's still Cortland Sutton for yeah. me. It's still Hunter Henry. Obviously, we know that Michael Thomas is upside. It basically I've, comes down to if Michael Thomas comes back and ever if plays. He's, he's ever able to walk again. Still on the he got put on the pup list for the preseason. Now he can come off of it at any time. Like he could be off of it next week. Who knows? But it's wild. I don't. I, he could have cut off his foot at this point and regrown it. I feel like faster. And he would have. Yes. Somebody. I. I can't remember who it was. So I apologize for not uh, attributing credit here. But somebody said, "Did, uh, did Michael Thomas have an ankle transplant?" And I think that maybe if he had, he we we would see him being back sooner. But I mean, definitely, I think the value here is with Cortland Sutton. I think the upside of the two is similar. So give me the guy at the lower ADP, um, you know, and where I can potentially get some trade value, but I could see both of these guys coming out as winners in training camp and Russell Wilson, he knows how to deliver a ball. Um, but if I'm projecting both of them to be winners again, I'm going to take the cheaper option. So we're, we're going to keep rolling here. We're going to keep rolling, but before we do, I want to talk about BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs, find your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, combat sports, literally everything your heart could imagine. Go ahead, make your picks for the 2022 season. Maybe you go in and you place your bet on a, a you know, either Cortland Sutton or Jerry Judy to lead the league in receiving yards. Bet Online continues to be the top online source for all of your sports wagering information from live in game betting, scores, and everything they have you covered. So head on to Bet Online today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening. Bet Online, where the game starts. All right, Michelle, we're heading into our next training camp battle. And this one is a bit of a doozy because we're talking about rookie versus vet. We are talking about um, out of shape with asthma versus torn ACL. Like there's a lot of different things going on here, but Michelle, there is a wide opening uh, or wide opening uh, for potential here with the Tennessee Titans. Let's talk about Robert Woods versus Traylon Burks. Who is going to emerge from training camp as this wide receiver one? And, which of these players should you maybe target before we start to get some of that feedback out of training camp? Yeah. I mean, talk about so much opportunity here. It's, it's like undervaluing that statement because the top there's nobody really did great with the Titans last year. Right. 
but the top six guys in receiving yards on the team, five of those six guys are now gone. They're no longer on the roster. That's insane. The only one left is Nick Westbrook. He was second in receiving yards with 476. So this is saying it was a bad uh, passing offense last year for sure. AJ Brown somewhere somehow put up 869 yards. I just feel when? like he never even played. I don't know. I'm just surprised by that. AJ Brown's an amazing talent. It's nothing to do with him. When did I Julio just, Jones average 14 yards per reception? Is and what have I 434 know. yards. When? I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But you have so many of these guys gone. It's basically starting new. They're starting an offense brand new. So there are so many targets to go around. And we'll see who grabs them. I mean, Traylon Burks coming in as a rookie does have a prime opportunity. But if I had to choose one, now this is a dynasty dynasty podcast. So I am going to choose Traylon Burks. But if I'm looking at just the 2022 season, I want Robert Woods. I mean, we're just totally discounting everything he's done. He was the wide receiver 11 in 2018, wide receiver 14 in 2019, overall wide receiver 14 in 2020. And then last year, a disappointing year, he was wide receiver 16 in fantasy points per game. And I'm not worried about the torn ACL. And that was with Cooper Cup as well. Like we mentioned this already. We talked about Cooper Cup, but like managed to average that average alongside Cooper Cup. We know that there's so many targets available uh, for Robert Woods and he can be the main guy. He accomplished all this when he wasn't the main guy. Like, yeah, pretty incredible. It it really is. And the ACL tear, it's one of those things where like, Ooh, normally they don't do so great the year later. It's like, he's seems to be pretty much fully healthy. He participated in mini camp. Um, like he's participated in all these off season trainings. Uh, he seems good to go for training camp. You see JK Dobbins and Gus Edwards, like they're on the pup list or I don't know if Gus Edwards is, I'm sorry, but definitely JK Dobbins is, and he might not be involved in training camp at least early. And he tore his ACL like three months before Robert Woods. So a Robert Woods is on the fast track. Clearly he didn't have too much damage to his knee. Um, he's looking really good. And that means that he gets all of the summer to trust that knee. he's going to practice because that's the biggest thing about coming back. It's, it's normally, a mental hurdle. Yeah. You're rushed, right? So you've had very little practice. And then when you're running your routes in those games, you're not trusting your knee. He has all summer to do that. So I'm not worried about that at all. All the reports are coming out. Great. I think he's the leading target um, guy in this offense. I think he's he, he'll lead in receiving yards. We'll see about touchdowns because he's never been a touchdown guy. Um, but then he also always randomly gets a hundred plus rushing yards and one plus rushing touchdown, which you might not think much of that, but that's like an extra 20, 25 points every year, which is pretty nice. But let's get to the trail on Burke side because obviously in Dynasty, you're not going to take Robert Woods over Traylon Burks. You're going to take the young no, first it, round guy that has an opportunity to really but make this a difference. Is, this is like one of those instances where it's not so much a player versus player. It's a, you can have both because they yeah. are going so like so few and far between. I mean, this is more like go trade for Robert Woods. Cause he's probably dirt cheap and especially yes. dynasty. And if you are a team, that's a championship team. He truly, I think will help you win this year. Obviously he's not going to be helpful for much longer. Um, but if you like Traylon Burks, it doesn't mean you can't also like Robert Woods. I think this is one of those things where maybe you go out get you both 
And then you kind of have this, like you're going to have the team's wide receiver one. Maybe, you know, you're going to have it with Robert Woods this year, Traylon Burks in the future. But I still think that Traylon Burks can make an immediate impact. He's 22 years old, 6'2", 225 pounds. Like dude is built like a tank. Like watching his tape, he honest to God looks like a running back after the catch because he's He's just, he's big. He's beefy. He's very um, much like AJ Brown. Yes. If, if he didn't have the actual chunk. And, but and that was asthma. My... Really. <laughs> hey, don't hate on asthma. That is, I, I also have asthma y'all. Um, <laughs> so I, I am prone to love those with asthma and embrace them fully. But I mean, like Traylon Burks before this trade, which that's why this trade kind of blew my mind is that, uh, Traylon Burks, my comp for him was AJ Brown. So light, AJ Brown, AJ Brown light, but it was like, not full. AJ no, Brown. it was not full AJ Brown, but also like the, the way that you see the athleticism, despite the size, like that is something that I attribute, like he is just a grown man at the wide receiver position. That's how I looked at AJ Brown. And then it just was so weird that, uh, we just happened to see the Titans just literally like swap them one for one. And I mean, that's, I don't know, maybe you are getting a discount What's here. What's nice but about Traylon Burks is that if he is the man in the Titans offense or they try to manufacture touches for him, which is kind of what happened at, at college, right? In Arkansas, he was like, he's a dude that's going to bring a screen to the house. He's they're utilizing him in so many different ways. He's not just a typical wide receiver. He didn't get to learn. He's not like the best route runner or anything like that. But the Titans are kind of the perfect offense for that because I feel like they are more gimmicky in the passing game. They have Derrick Henry as their sole focus of their offense, and they're going to run through him. But I think that's what allows for all of these gimmick plays to work when you have a focal point. Yeah. Like You can never not be on guard for Derrick Henry just to take – a ball 99 yards to the house. Like that's always within the realm of possibility. So having that focus, I think definitely just opens things up to scheme for some of these more interesting, interesting type play calls. But I mean, the, the interesting thing, again, going back to trail on Berg's is that you do have this, like he's, he's a awesome athlete, especially for his size. He is, more expensive. He's being valued right now in Dynasty League football as the wide receiver. See, he's going over Elijah Moore, and I can't accept that. But but he's going behind. Like I think when he was drafted to the Tennessee Titans, I think we saw this false inflation in his average dra draft position. He was going as like the wide receiver one in a lot of drafts, ahead of guys like Drake London, who's my wide receiver one, ahead of Garrett Wilson, who was like my wide receiver one B. Like. I, I think we finally seen him come down to a point where, I, I, you know, he's a little bit more acceptable. But again, you can draft both of these guys. You could trade for both of these guys. Yeah. I will say with Traylon Burks, he played in the SEC. And when you're going to play against Arkansas, your entire game plan on the defensive side of the ball is going to be to stop Traylon Burks, right? They, he was pretty much their entire offense. And he accounted for 37.2 of Arkansas's receiving yards the past two seasons. He was their offense, yet he still kept doing it. The teams came in with a defense, you would think, with a defensive plan to stop Traylon Burks, and he kept going, and he kept 
producing. So that's a good thing for me when you're looking to see, does he have that ability in the NFL? I, I think he could. Um, obviously, the asthma is a little bit worrisome. Um, you know, there was reports that came out. His he just wasn't in shape. He, well, off of his, he needed to come off the field. His well. college coach said, yeah, this has happened in college. Uh, he said, I'm assuming he didn't show up in great shape. It was the same thing when he was a sophomore. He wasn't in great shape. He couldn't last through practice. It's not that he quit. He just couldn't do it anymore. He was out of shape. I don't know what hunting hogs does for cardiovascular, but evidently not a whole lot. If anyone doesn't know, he literally hunts down hogs with his bare hands and like stops them. I don't know. Oh my but, God. So that's, that's the joke. I just there, dropped I him. I just dropped him like 10 <laughs> no, ranks in my 80s. But you would think you have to be incredibly athletic in uh, to do that. But he said, as soon as he gets in shape, people are going to be super proud of him and he's going to kill it. And he will it, basically, he's saying this has happened before he'll get in shape. It's going to be fine. Maybe this is overblown in training camp. If he's still out of shape and he still can't get through practice and maybe, but let's see if he's learned from his, you know, experience already and it can't like you would think that's all he's working on before training camp you have to imagine I do think once you get into the swing of like NFL football like the there is a longer season um and that's even if you don't actually end up like going into the playoffs which I'm sure the Titans are hoping they will uh but there's all like there's not a whole lot of wiggle room for players to show up out of shape like once you show up out of shape, uh, unless you are an absolute stud, uh, you can get tossed. And there's away. really not a lot of historical evidence of players who do are show up over. But also any player that has shown up overweight or been out of shape, they typically don't hit. Is this a playoff fantasy. Lenny? Uh, but I'm not worried about Leonard Fournette. I think that's overblown. I do think that's overblown. I think he'll be fine. I'm talking about younger age, like. Alshon Jeffrey always had this and he had some decent seasons. Don't get me wrong. Um, but there's just not a lot of evidence where if you're, you know, not motivated to stay in shape for your job, that's a little bit of an issue, but I do think Traylon Burks has a very high ceiling. Just the issue is he has a super low floor. I'm going to be paying attention to him so closely in training camp. Um, like I said, but I still believe even if Traylon Burks has a nice rookie season, Robert Woods will still lead this offense. Just this year. ahead, Yeah, I, I would say for this year. But again, this is one of those circumstances where I'm coming back and I'm saying, do yourself a favor and trade for both of these players on your dynasty teams. Because, I mean, I, I think Traylon Burks, uh, as soon as he does get in shape, and I think that he will, his ADP will skyrocket because he's still the rookie wide receiver three, still uh, wide receiver 26, despite all of this like negative uh negative uh, storylines coming out about him. I do think once those storylines start to shift to the positive, he is going to absolutely climb up draft board. So like, this is the time to buy Traylon Burks. But if you're in a win now position, it's really hard to find a guy that has the kind of upside that Robert Wood has, Robert Woods has, without saying that maybe, maybe we're just kind of overlooking him. Like, Recent trades. Oh for my Robert goodness. Woods. Antonio Robert Brown was traded for Robert Woods. This guy traded Antonio Robert Brown. Woods in a, a second. A okay. second. Okay. Um, Chase Claypool for Robert Woods straight up. 
That one's more interesting to that me. That one's more interesting because you're ta- you're giving away Chase Claypool, who's I don't have a ton of faith in him because he disappointed me as a Steelers fan last year. But he's so young, and was it he's so young? Was it Ben so Roethlisberger? Was it the Steelers' yes. offense? Can he be better? That one's in dynasty. I probably wouldn't do, but I would. What if, if you're in a win now position? If I'm in a win now position, that Antonio round wide receiver, or, or sorry, uh, round two pick. I mean, I'm smashing. Except that. Um, as recently as uh, July 20th, Robert Woods for the 211. I mean, so this is always what people are going to say. Well, I got this guy at 211 and he hit. Obviously, if you hit at the 211 with a young guy, yes, you'd I, ride at 211. I drafted Cooper Cup in a dynasty league in the third round of our rookie drafts. And guess what? Like, but you cannot count on Cooper Cup to be drafted in the third round yeah. of rookie. Like, well, it's always those players that hit at the end of the second, early third. Yes, 100%. But the chance of that happening, I it mean, gets lower and yeah. lower every single. So pick. I would rather Robert Woods there if I'm, if I'm a league winner type, which you would think this guy is if he has the two eleven, right? He most likely had a very. He's got to be last a year. contender. Yes. Yeah. Um. Someone gave up Devonta Smith for Tyler Huntley, and Robert Woods. I uh, wouldn't do that. No, I don't like that. I wouldn't do that. But the rest of these trades, like feeling kind of good about the value of Robert Woods. Again, just knowing the upside, it's it's really hard to pass up because I do think he will lead the team in receiving yards. But once you get the trail on Burks breakout, I don't know this. It, I feel like kind of guilty talking about all these wide receivers when we all know that I'm the Austin Hooper truther. <laughs> so I'm the Austin Hooper trooper. I'm going to get a t-shirt that says that. Oh my goodness. (laughs) He's going to have like 500 yards for four touchdowns. Yes. And we're all going to be absolutely blown away. We need to move on to our next training camp battle. We need, we need to move on. But Michelle, you've like said all morning long, you have a trivia question. Yeah, I like doing trivia because I like feeling smarter than those, even though I'm looking at the answers and they have no idea. I'm just like that kind of person. (laughs) So no, I I have a trivia question. And if you get this right, I owe you like a chug of some White Claw or something. Because that's No, I want a chug of White Claw. (laughs) All right, that's fair. All right. Okay, Michelle, what is the trivia question? All right, there's been eight players over the last three seasons to have seven or more touchdowns of 40 plus yards. So big time touchdowns. Obviously you're probably not going to get all eight of these guys, but <laughs> if you can get five of them, five of the eight, and I want you to guess who's like at the top here and then we'll go down, but I, I, it has to do kind of with who we're talking about. So maybe that's a cheat for one of your answers, but then I, I want to hear your answers for the rest. It is. And our listeners don't know who we're going to talk about uh, for this next segment, but before we reveal who we're going to talk about, we need to talk about Built Bar. From the people who invented healthy and tasty comes the latest gift to your taste buds. You've probably tried the coconut brownie chunk Built Bar, but guess what? Now they're back and we have the coconut brownie chunk puffs treatment. Yes, they have given us the puffs treatment finally for our coconut brownie chunk Built Bar. It's the flavor that you love in a deliciously chewy marshmallow then covered in 100% real chocolate. But the best part is they joined some of my other favorite Puffs bars, like the s'mores, the churro, which, Michelle, you know I love. I love me a s'more. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will make it on the stove. I will make it in the microwave. I will make it in the campfire. I don't care. 
I want some s'mores and their puff bars are absolutely incredible. Each of these bars has no fewer than 15 grams of protein, no more than nine grams of sugar. And if you can't decide on just one, you can get a Puffs mix box or you can build your own so you can snag all your favorite flavors. You get to satisfy your sweet tooth without the guilt by heading over to builtbar.com or built.com for your built bars with a special offer just for our listeners. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order of the best and most delicious healthy candy bar, essentially, that you can get. That's built.com, promo code LOCK15 for 15% off your order. Michelle, remind our listeners uh, of the question, and then I'll lead in with my guess, with my first guess, that might give away okay. our next so there's been battle. eight players, not all wide receivers, eight players to have the most touchdowns of 40 plus yards over the last three seasons. So it doesn't mean receiving touchdowns. It can be uh, rushing. It can be return Ooh. touchdowns. Okay. Um, but you get points for those. So no passing touchdowns, obviously. There's no quarterbacks. It's wide receivers. And there's one running back in here, actually. So I'll give you that hint. Now, four of them, actually, I'm sorry, five of them are all tied at seven. And there's only, there's only three players with more than seven. So go ahead, make your guesses. All right. So, uh, guys, for those of you who haven't guessed what our training camp battle here is, it's Juju Smith-Schuster versus MVS for the leading receiver of the Kansas City Chiefs. You guys know who I'm picking. It's Juju Smith-Schuster. Marcus isn't here. We could talk about all of the positive things about Juju Smith-Schuster. Michelle, Marcus Mosier does not take kindly to Juju Smith-Schuster propaganda or any Steelers related propaganda in general. But okay, since we're going to go on this tangent, I'm going to guess Juju Smith-Schuster is one of those receivers. He's not. It's not. What? It's not, why, Don't tell me it's MBS. Yes, yeah, so but why would what? Why would Juju be on this list? He's not. Like Juju's a, had a couple of 97. Yes, which, by the way, he's one of only a few a, players in NFL history that have multiple. two rec yes, 97 receiving yard touchdowns. We're going to get into that. He has big play making ability as well. But no, what? it's Marquez Valdez Scantling. He's one of the guys that have the most 40 plus yard what? touchdowns since over the last three years. <laughs> oh my God. Seven. Now you're never going to get one of these names, but guess some other people. I'm going to, you said one running back. I'm going to guess Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's on there, okay. which is insane that he's the only running back and he's had this many touchdowns. He's actually one of the guys that have more than seven. He's had eight. He's third on the list. Ooh. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess Mike Evans. No. Oh. Um, ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, how about Devontae Adams? No, really? Yeah, okay. Uh, Tyreek Hill, yeah, he leads at 11. Oh, god, okay. I was starting to feel bad <laughs> and my confidence was getting shot. Um, goodness gracious, Mike Williams, he's on there. Seven, yes, okay. So we've got MVS, we've got Derrick Henry, uh, Tyreek Hill, Tyreek Hill, uh, Mike Williams. Amari Cooper? No. I'm going to give you two more Alan guesses. Alan Robinson. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. What a bad guess. Michelle. <laughs> um. Oh, my goodness. It, Travis Kelsey? No. There's no tight ends. No tight ends. Oh, my goodness. I get one more guess? Yeah. One more guess. Okay. So this is a wide receiver. Well, there's multiple more on this list. DeAndre but... Hopkins? No. So, wow, that was the biggest failure of my yeah, entire life. It's okay. It's hard. AJ Brown's actually second on the list with 10, which That's is incredible. a really good thing for Burks or maybe Robert Woods. 
Um, but also just a really good thing for the Eagles. Go Eagles, stealing this beast of a man. He has 10. And then Tyler Lockett's there also at seven, which Tyler Lockett's one you should have got. Yeah. Probably. I'm disappointed in you. Okay. Marquise Brown is there at seven. And then another one, which might make this stat not so relevant for fantasy. Michael Hardman. Wow. Is also at seven. So those are eight guys. So Wild that two of them yes. are now on this team. So yes. maybe we should have included Michael Hardman. No, because this is my point, right? Marquez Valdez Scantling is on this list. So is Michael Hardman at seven. Michael Hardman has been pointless for fantasy. Yeah. That was my point of this trivia, actually. Oh, what he, a roller coaster of emotions. He they're both probably on this list because of their quarterback. Aaron Rodgers is the best deep thrower in the NFL over the last few years, probably over his career. And then you have Patrick Mahomes, who's an amazing deep thrower. Michael Hardman's going to have those big plays, like he has, and MBS will have those big plays. He's going to have big plays. He's going to have big games. I don't think it's really going to matter for fantasy. Obviously, if you plug him in in that week that he has a 50-yard touchdown, that's going to be nice. But predicting that's going to be really hard, just like predicting when Michael Hardman has that long touchdown is really hard. But that's the thing about MVS. He has never been a volume guy. He has been a big play guy. Never had a season where he had fewer than 15 yards per reception. Now you could say the total opposite for Juju Smith-Schuster, who each of his last two seasons had 8.6 yards per reception. Not great, Bob. No, you know, it's not It's not great. But this is my big thing. I, I'm not expecting Juju Smith-Schuster to have anywhere near Cooper Cup year, so don't take it as that. But Cooper Cup in 2020, his yards per reception were so far down. There's a lot of things about his efficiency that was so far down that when I said, Matthew said, this is my argument for Cooper Cup last year, that he's going to really bounce back is because with Matthew Stafford, his yards per reception are going to bounce back to normal, which like that's going to happen with Juju. In his first three seasons, he averaged 15.8, 12.8, and 13.1 yards per reception. Then Ben comes back from his elbow injury was dead the offense was dead and he averaged 8.6 and 8.6 his arm was floppy like that's not who juju is like you don't have to take it as that juju has only had probably three seasons in his career where he's been healthy two of them he was not healthy 2017 as a rookie 917 yards seven touchdowns 15.8 yards per reception 2018 that was his huge year 1400 yards seven touchdowns 12.8 yards per reception and then 2019, he was injured a lot of that. See, he played 12 games, but he was just really injured. You had Mason Rudolph, Duck Hodges. Like, it was a disaster every year. 2020, I mean, people were just throwing this year away. He had 97 receptions. Like, that's a that's really amazing year. And nine touchdowns. Like, that's a really good year. Now you put it together with the yards, 831. Yeah, that sucks. But that has way more to do with the offense than it does Juju. And now you're putting him in a much better offense where he's going to have way more space to work with Patrick Mahomes. Is he as fast nearly not even close to as fast as MVS or Michael Hartman? Like he's not going to be the fast guy of this offense, but he still has, like we said, two touchdowns and 97 plus yards or actually I think 97 exactly yards, which is something that very few people have done in NFL history. I think he's the second of all time to have multiple touchdowns and 97 plus yards. So he has the big play making ability after the catch. So I, I, I'm definitely on the juju train with Patrick Mahomes. Now we don't know if he's going to be with Patrick Mahomes after this year. If he has a big year, is he still with him? So dynasty is a little bit harder. 
but I'm still going to take the shot on him overtaking MVS, who, by the way, has had a Hall of Fame quarterback his entire career. Uh, an amazing quarterback, an amazing deep thrower quarterback, which is should be perfect with MVS. And he's never had more than 690 yards in a season. And here's the thing, though. So, like, MVS, he played with a team that it doesn't necessarily matter, like, what scheme the coach is employing. Like, Aaron Rodgers is going to throw to who Aaron Rodgers wants to throw to. If, he tries. And MVS but is he so tries, bad. He try, no, but I'm saying – he tries, but he's never tried hard enough to get him more than 73 targets in a season. Because like, he has a 47, 49 catch percentage in his career. I mean, how many with times? One of the most accurate quarterbacks in the NFL. How many times do you have to watch Aaron Rodgers throw him a good ball and him drop it or him not uh, adjust the correct way when the ball's in the air? Some guys are super athletic and super fast and don't know how to play wide receiver. And that is MVS. And I don't care about the reports coming out this offseason that he's the best wide receiver looking. You can go back every single offseason and MVS looks great. MVS looks amazing. MVS is going to take a step forward. MVS steps on the field and falls He's a practice player because he's really fast and really athletic. Yes, he can catch a ball with no defense. He, like, that's just, he's not a football player. He's uh, athletic beast That's his it. career high catch rate is 52.4 percent which is insanely low but, but like, juju smith shoes we want to talk about how disappointing juju's been when mvs has never hit more than 690 yards and juju's like disappointing i guess like 2020 season with 97 receptions he's still at 831 yards that's still 150 yards more than mvs has ever had in a year in his career juju has a Rookie had 917. He still had nine touchdowns in that 2020 season, which like this offense was like, it, it felt dead to anybody who was a Steelers fan. It felt dead. But like, again, like, so MVS is on this list of most 40 plus yard touchdowns. So you're saying, oh my goodness, he's going to be used as this deep threat and he's going to get these big first plays. It's like MVS hasn't been good for fantasy and he's yeah. already on this list over the last three years. Juju so Smith-Schuster is his- only 25 years old and we've, already seen immense production from him and we've given him up for nothing like Juju Smith-Schuster there's no reason not to have at least one share of Juju Smith-Schuster on how many times are you gonna say Juju Smith-Schuster I just I Juju, Juju, Juju. he just got good Juju um he's currently being drafted as the wide receiver 38 38 for a Let's wide receiver who, for him. a wide receiver Michelle who not like all of that long ago, like after his 2018 season was literally being drafted as the, the wide receiver one in dynasty fantasy football. That's what's crazy to me is that like we're giving up on him that fast. He was being drafted uh, at his peak um, as like the sixth overall player. And that was behind running backs like Christian McCaffrey and like just absolutely nuts kind of stuff. We've got, Tyreek Hill for Amari Cooper, Juju, and a 2023 wow. first. You get all those three? Give me that yeah. for Ty. Like, I will give up Tyreek Hill any day ever. Jerry, Judy, and Juju for Will Fuller, DK Metcalf. Great. Jalen Rager and Laquan. Oh, that's a lot of Redwood. crap. Besides, that's so a lot of crap. It's basically DK Metcalf for Jerry, Judy, and Juju. 
I do think DK Metcalf is being sold at his floor right now. So I don't love. I don't love him. selling Juju or I don't. But love with Jerry Judy DK getting right Russell Wilson and Juju having that potential with Patrick Mahomes, it's close. That's a close one. Uh, this one I think is probably the most interesting of the bunch. Mike Evans for Juju. Uh, I'm still sticking with which Mike Evans. Mike Evans, uh, definitely the older of the two, but I do think has more. No, boom yeah, potential. I'm sticking with Mike Evans. Um, Amari Cooper and Juju for Antonio Brown and Debo Samuel. So basically, Debo Samuel for Amari yeah. Cooper and Juju. Oh my gosh, that's so hard. So these, I mean, right now it seems like he's being traded for fair value. I don't know how easy it is. Well, Wandale Moore for, for Juju, Juju and a 2024 yeah, third round pick. Yep. I I just think uh, we're we're disregarding the pure upside, like. Upside is top five wide receiver production. He's tied to this the best quarterback one. in the NFL. Someone traded away Devin Singletary, Rashad Bateman in a 2023 second round pick for Michael Pittman and Juju. I'd Give much, me yeah. Michael Pittman and, and Juju, Juju yeah. any day. So like it depends on your league. We'd go throw out some offers and see what you can get. I'm just trying to say Juju as many times as possible. Juju for Van Jefferson and two 2023 second round picks. Yeah, easily Juju. Like, the market, I mean, it's it's a variable market for sure. But again, the, the point in us sharing these trades with you always is for you to realize like, yeah, that could be my league. Like you don't know necessarily what the market is. The dynasty market is so variable. Try to make the trade. Uh, everybody, thank you for sticking with us through this wide receiver training camp battle episode. Thank you for making Lockdown Dynasty your first listen of the day. Now, make your second list of the day that Locked On NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories, latest news all around the league because the offseason doesn't equal a break in the action, as you Dynasty players know. Thank you so much, and we will see you next time.